Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hey, Joseph. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Just wanting to play a little life force here on the two dudes in a nest show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I'm on location. On location, you're gonna you're that you're ready to check out the body. I am where uh, the CDC is was founded, and their main offices are here. So the Center for Disease Control. Yeah, yeah, I guess we should tell everybody. Um, Justin, by saying that he's on location, means he's out of town, still Skyping mm-hmm. into us, but mm-hmm. may not have the best sound quality, because I, yeah. he may or may not have had room for his microphone yeah. and his stuff. So Pretty he bad. is out of town, uh, working at a hospital, and is talking yeah. to us through a nasty laptop microphone, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, so I'm in Hotlanta. What? Yeah. Is it really hot down there? It's really hot up here. It couldn't be much more warmer than it is up there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's another thing. Not to go on a tangent this early, but uh, I've been running lately. Uh-huh. In Atlanta? Ugh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just got here today. Oh, okay. But uh, back home. And it is... So I was running at like 5.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. But this past week I've been off. So I've been sleeping in until a little bit later. Like I've been started running like about 6.45 in the morning. So that's like, you know, an hour and 15 minute difference. You wouldn't think like between 5.30 and 6.45 there would be a big temperature change, right? Oh no. Yeah. Big temperature change. Like 5.30, it's almost like cool, you know, and when I was out running. 6.45, it's like, how is it this humid already? Yeah. Well, 5.30 is before the sun's out at all. Mm-hmm. And then 6.45, the sun's peeking its head out, and it's enough to heat things up a little bit. I just basically gave up on running. I haven't ran in probably two months at this point. Yeah. I'm trying to get back into it. It's just too hot. Yeah, it is. It is. But I'll tell you, so I'm down here in Atlanta. I'm going to be at Emory Hospital for a month. And... Uh, just talking before the podcast, right down the road from the CDC, uh, where the CDC's main offices are, and they have a museum there. 
We got an exhibit on the Ebola virus right now. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> they have one <laughs> there. They, I don't think they have uh, any like test tubes with virus. Oh, in okay, it. okay, all right. That would be funny. You can hold it. <laughs> you want to hold it? Not really. <laughs> no, I'll pass. <laughs> but uh, you know, talking about this game and the CDC, if ever there was something like, well, what's going on in this game? It'd probably be sent to the CDC. Yeah, I haven't read the manual yet, but mm-hmm. just from playing it, it feels like you're a fighter pilot trying to like fight off infections in the human body or in some kind of a body, right? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you're in space, but, you know, I don't know. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. basically what the inside of the body is, like yeah. space. Right. Yeah, okay. Okay, I didn't know that. But you're the doctor, not me. Or the same <laughs> <of the> doctor. <laughs> I didn't realize it was, like, stars and stuff in your belly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it makes mm-hmm. sense now. Um, yeah. yeah, so I guess we should probably talk about this game a little bit. Yeah. Life Force. So, Life Force, or as it's also known in Europe and Japan, a salamander. Ah, yes. Salamander. <laughs> so it's created by uh, Konami. And interestingly enough, it was it's part of the uh, Grady- Gradius. Is it Gradius or Gradius? I call it Gradius, but I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's I've Gra- heard Gradius. But it's part of the Gradius uh, uh, family of games. Um, it was released after the original Gradius game was released, but it's not technically a sequel to Gradius because it was later a sequel to Gradius. I see. But anyway, there was a Salamander that was released in Japan. Uh, it was a uh, arcade game at first, and it eventually got ported to just about every system that you could name. Um, and when it was brought to the North America, I should just say United States, so I guess Canada. Can't say Canada. Well, you could. I'd be okay with it. Just yeah. kidding, Canadians. I know we've got a couple of listeners out there. We do. We do. Love you. Um, yeah. Uh, when it was brought to North America, we named it Life Force. Why? I don't know. I like Life Force better than Salamander, as far as the name yeah. goes. Salamander makes less sense. Not that Life Force makes a whole lot of sense, but I'm just saying. Anyway, the programmer for the game, Hiro Yasu Mashiguchi. Mashiguchi. Yeah, that's a good that's a good presentation there. I feel like it's yeah. been a while since you've had a tough one. So I know that, this was a tough one, and he he was the programmer for this game and also the programmer for all the other Gradius games. Uh, when he was hired by Konami for the video game department. Uh, he was an engineer, right? And he was hired by the video game department. He didn't even know anything about video games. So he like, basically learned. But, you know, he was hired in like 1982. So you got to think, probably nobody really knew a whole lot about video games back That's a good then. Point. So, um, and they developed this game and he used the team approach in the development as far as he wanted, uh, since he had less video game background. He took in to account a lot of people's ideas, so it wasn't a, a one-man mission. Uh, I guess I should have prefaced that statement with, he was originally to be a designer of games. Ah. Uh, 
but he went back to being a programmer because he, he just he didn't have the I guess the creative mind for designing. Just the programming is what he was was good at. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have a few differences in, in the game, uh, mainly the power up source, but otherwise very similar to Salamander. Was released July fourth. 1986. Independence Day. That's right. That's right. This game Which, feels a little bit like Independence Day. I can imagine Will Smith in one of these airplanes. And, and spoiler alert, I may or may not have an Independence Day related trophy. Oh. Just going to say that. Just going to put that okay. out there. Yeah, all right. So people keep listening. <laughs> I like I like uh, teasers for later in the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, composer? Uh, Mickey Higashino. I'm gonna say it's Mickey. It's M I K I. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so That's fine. exactly what I was thinking too, but I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. You can't name anybody Mickey without that song coming up, right? Yeah, that's true. And the Weird Al version, which is what I always think of. Me too, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> but this game was well received by most critics. Um, always averaging in the in the top, like ninety three percent, and tends to have somewhat of a cult following amongst uh, gamers, and has been released for the virtual console for the Wii, 3DS, and Wii U. Uh, so you can pick it up on virtual console if you can't find it for. Uh, you're not going to do the original. Mm-hmm. Um, and Salamander was released for mobile phones in two thousand three. It says. However, I looked it up, at least as far as iOS goes, and I couldn't find it. So, yeah, if maybe, it's, uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's not available over here because we didn't actually get Salamander? Yeah. Um, I don't know. But you can if you have iOS, and I didn't try this. You can download an app called PC Engine Game Box from the App Store. And one of the downloadable titles is Salamander. But you got to pay for Salamander. And it'd be the PC Engine version, I assume. Yes. So, and that, that just sounded like too much work for me, so. Like, yeah. It's okay. That's all right. But that's about it for history. What do you got? Uh, oh, I wanted to mention that Mickey uh, Higashino, one of the main composer, um, also the composer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original. Nice. Which probably one of my favorite games as far as music wise. Yeah, no, that's good. You can hear, and we'll talk about this more during the music portion of the game. But the this is a very Konami music and sound mm. effect game, mm. and it really shows. And definitely, you could if you've listened to one of our other episodes, you'll know how that. Therefore, then how we were probably going to feel about the music in this game. But. <laughs> We won't yeah. spoil it for newcomers. So, right. So anyway, did you have this game? Did you go on a quest to find this game? I did not have this game growing up. Um, I'd never even played it, honestly, and I don't know mm-hmm. why. Because this would have been the perfect game for neighbor kid and I to play, right? This this would have been a perfect game just yeah. to play back then. Yeah, yeah. two player co op. I mean, shoot, it would have been perfect. But no, I never had it. Never played as a kid. Never. It wasn't at the rental store. It wasn't at Pick a Flick or the uh, trailer across the bridge. 
Wasn't at that one either. Mm. And I wasn't allowed to go to the cupboard, so I don't know if the cupboard had it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. So no, I never had it, but uh, I picked it up at... Um, God, what was the name of that place? There was a place... It wasn't GameStop. And it wasn't McKay's. Mm. Uh, I think it was a toy store? I picked it up. It was like a... KB Toys? No, it couldn't be KB Toys. They didn't no, they, they didn't ever have video games. I, I can't remember. All I know is I picked it up later in life, like during the N64 era. There was some at a... Some kind of toy store or something. I don't think it was Toys R Us either. Anyway, it doesn't matter. There was a toy store. Wasn't there one called the EB Games? Yeah, but that was a video game place too, though. It wasn't a it wasn't a straight up video game place. Oh, okay. So I remember going okay. to like a it was a toy place that also had video games, and they were selling off some of their old NES games. So I got a pretty good uh, at the time because N sixty four NES games were like well, who cares, right? Mm -hmm. But we were in high school, and I I had heard things about this. I had heard rumblings about this game because it was also kind of the time the internet was kind of around, not really, but enough to mm -hmm. where people you could hear things about games and. So, anyways, I I saw it and I was like, yeah, I've heard good things about this game. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. And so I picked mm -hmm. it up. I don't even remember what I paid for it. It's probably five bucks or something like that. Yeah. So, but cool. That was uh, that was that quest. I wish I could remember the name of that toy store. I don't know if it was a chain or if it was just a local place or what. But I, I guess there's, there's really not that many chain toy stores. It was in the mall. It was in West Town Mall, or maybe it was in Foothills Mall. Oh well. You lost me at Foothills Mall. Yeah. That was a mall I rarely went to. I went to it a lot, actually. And actually, if it was in high school, and it was before I was actually driving, uh, it was probably Foothills Mall. Because my parents never went to Knoxville. Was, Knoxville was a bad place. You don't go to Knoxville. You know yeah. my dad. My dad would not. He barely goes across the bridge for anything. And then, <laughs> uh, if he does, Outside, like, he'd, rather just, he'd, he'd rather just go to Maryville. Not go to a Knoxville, so we right. probably, it was probably it was probably at the Foothills Mall. And if the listeners would notice how Mike said Maryville, it's now most people if they were coming into the area would pronounce it Maryville, right? right? It's M A R Y V I L L E. But uh, looks like if you, pro if you pronounce it that way to the locals, they'll look at you like you're a dandy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> because it's. It's Merville. It's Merville. <laughs> That's right. <Marvel. laughs> I don't know if it was originally supposed to be Merville, but it's Merville now. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. just the way everybody around here pronounces it. So, Yeah. So. Uh, you want to yeah. talk about the game, actually? Yeah, sure. I'll, let's do let's, that. You will start with the manual. Yeah. I always like to start it, with the manual. I got to say, though, what was just awesome about what just happened is you picked up what is to be the manual. I know what your tablet. And my, and and my face got lit up. It glows. It's like you're picking up like this glowing manual. It's like, oh. I wish I, was, I wish you still did behind the scenes videos because it's like, oh, the manual. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. I may, maybe I'll post this one up. All right, here we go. The birth of Zelos could mean the death of zillions. Oh, snap. Oh, man. <laughs> In a remote quadrant of the universe... There was hatched a hideous creature. His proud parents, Ma and Pa, <laughs> deltoid. <laughs> his parents, Ma and Pa. Wow, he must be from Merrill. <laughs> <laughs> Named their only son, Zelos. 
which in alien lingo means one mean son of a gun. <laughs> As Zelos grew into an adult space monster, his appetite turned ravenous, his temper became ruthless, and his name proved an understatement. Okay. Okay, just, here we go. Okay, yeah, I... Let me just say, my imaginary story for this game, much better than the actual story. <laughs> and my imaginary story was pretty off the wall. This, it's like the people like in Japan when they were like, uh, you know, converting this game over. They were like, well, you know what we should do? Let's find the most American guy we could find. And they went to like some town in Alabama and just was like, we need you to write this story. Mom, Paul, Del Toy. <laughs> yeah, the Japanese version is probably like the mother and father of this hideous creature. And then yeah. they're like, okay, now can you One translate this? Son it's, of a gun. For some reason, the only uh, American that we can find who can speak fluent Japanese and English lives in Podunk, Alabama. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let me see where I was. Okay. It didn't take long for Zelos to leave the nest and go out on his own, devouring everything in sight, including three galaxies, 400 planets, two trillion life forms, and a side order of stars. Then, your innocent galaxy appeared on Zelos' menu, and he chowed on an entire roast... Oh, an entire... uh, Sorry, this is a little little fuzzy because it's a PDF. Then, he chewed... On an entree of roast gradius. There's gradius for you. Mm-hmm. With the planet lattice for dessert. Now, the only mm-hmm. chance these civilians have of escaping from his digestive tract lies with you and your star fighting partner. But your odds so this, look grim. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so yeah, this is completely different from what I guess me and you had imagined <laughs> this is being an infection. No, you're just in this guy's stomach. Yeah, he, no, he ate you, and he's big enough to eat entire galaxies. So yes, there are stars in his stomach. <laughs> okay, there you but go. your your odds look pretty grim. For Zelos is full of floating armada terror zones, which are cities that have become part of Zelos's have become part of Zelos after being eaten. Each of these zones is loaded with tremendous firepower and unbelievable destructive surprises. You'll also find that Zelos' heart and soul are positioned safely behind his traitor fleet. That means you'll have to devastate the six terror zones and blast away the, their grotesque mayors before reaching Zelos' main artery and putting an end to his eating binge. <laughs> All right, I, okay. I honestly, I think the story's pretty cool. Yeah, now that I've read it, the whole thing. It's innate. It, it's, it's definitely unique. It, so. it, it, yeah. Yeah. So then you got how to play. Mm-hmm. Well, you have two your, your two starships. Uh, I, would you like to know how much the uh, how much they cost? Yes. Okay. Well, there's two. There's the Vic Viper and the Road British Space Destroyer. That's player mm-hmm. one and player two. Uh, the Vic Viper was constructed at the cost of sixty trillion gradient dollars. <laughs> the Vic Viper is the pride of all of Gradius. A pilot can pull 600 G's at a warp speed of, now that's going to blow you away, nine. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they went from 600 G's to nine. Speed, nine. <laughs> I guess they're going for accurate warp speeds. Yeah. 
And so, and yeah, then you can, it says if you're even going 600 G's and a warp speed of nine, you can still feel like you're lounging in a lazy boy. Mm-hmm. Copyright. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they actually paid the copyright to put the lazy boy in there. <laughs> maybe, maybe lazy boy let them put it in there for some advertising. Okay, and then the second player plays as the road British space destroyer, which has beaten the Vic Viper during time trials. Which the road British space destroyer is actually supposed to be board British, oh. but in the trans for some reason in the uh, that hick again, and yeah, <laughs> the hick again. He's like, I, now I know you put Lord British in here. We only my, got one Lord here. <laughs> well, yeah, I've only got one Lord here. And my other Lord is my El Camino hitting the road. <laughs> and we're calling it Road British. That's right. Yeah. right. So, uh, yeah, during the translation, they got switched over for somebody. It's a road. I don't know how Lord and Road match up, but... They don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then, the game. So let's get, uh, for those that haven't played it, uh, it's, like you said, it's a cult favorite, so there's probably a lot of people out there that played this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those that haven't played it, it is a Gradius-style game. It is a side-scrolling shooter, kind of in the, va- oh, it's not just side-scrolling, actually. You do up, you do mm-hmm. vertical scrolling, too, so it swaps back and forth between vertical and horizontal, which mm-hmm. is a cool feature. Um, but it's just, it's similar to most all your games like that, uh, like uh, Raven, what are they? Raven. And, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of yeah. other games that are like that. I can't think of. Yeah, uh, there's tons of them. Okay, yeah. there's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. But they're side scrolling, flying through the air, space shooting, and, and then this one also incorporates the t- up and down. We've we've covered games that did this before, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. I don't know. Have we covered side scrolling? I know we've covered a few vertical scrolling. I can't, uh, think of it, but. I can't think of it. Well, yeah. I can't think right now. I don't think so. I don't think so. We probably have. I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to right. have the list in front of me. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This one is the, it's both. It's side scrolling and vertical scrolling. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got a shoot button, which, thank goodness, the shoot button you can hold down. Because I, if you couldn't hold it down. Uh, remember the game that. Remember. Um, uh, oh, we did play a side-scrolling game, but we never covered it. Silver Surfer. Mm, yeah, that's true. Remember Silver Surfer? I don't know if you played it since we didn't cover it. Yeah, you you probably would have played it because we were going I to cover it. 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 The yeah. day of is when it, we failed to actually talk about it. So, mm. But if you remember that game, not only was it hard and annoying, but you also had to keep hitting the button over and over again to shoot, the, shoot your whatever the Silver Surfer shoots. Yeah. Finger juice, whatever it is. <laughs> 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 I don't know. He doesn't have a gun or anything. He's got a surfboard and he's got his body, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming he's shooting fingers. Yeah. Juice. Right. But anyways, in this game, you can hold it down, so uh, I felt, felt good. Shoot uh, jet juice. Jet juice, that's right. <laughs> you shoot jet mm-hmm. juice in this game. Uh, yeah. And then you can get uh, you can get power-ups, and mm-hmm. then you can use the one button shoots and the other button, I guess, kind of... It powers you up when you get the power-ups. You use the mm-hmm. button to kind of cycle to the different weapons. Right, right. Cycle to the different weapons which are also called power-ups. Yeah. Well, I guess the way I see it is your ship powers up and as it powers up you get more weapons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I like this uh, plutonic laser. I would have liked it better if it was a platonic. Yeah. <laughs> it's strictly platonic. It's not romantic at all. <laughs> this laser is not gonna make you fall in love. It's just, it's just a laser. Okay. Don't get any wrong ideas here. Right. right. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, it's plutonic. Plutonic. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the different weapons. So as you collect the power-up beacons, mm-hmm. uh, first you can be faster, then you get missiles, mm-hmm. and then you get uh, little circles that shoot out. They're called the ripple laser. Mm-hmm. Then you get the platonic laser. And then the I- manual calls it option, which yeah. I, ca- I always just called them like uh, little bonus ships or whatever. Yeah. Little right. other dots that shoot with you and yeah. then finally you get a force field the problem is uh you get hit and you lose it all so or you, yeah. i mean you die so if you die you lose it all man so i most of my time was spent with just like the regular gun yeah and that's another thing about this game that's similar to all konami games is the difficulty is quite intense at times yeah this game's pretty tough it's pretty tough um i definitely had a better time after I entered the Konami code and got thirty lives. <laughs> got thirty lives, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can you can institute the comic co- Konami. I also said Konami code. Konami <laughs> <laughs> code, huh? <laughs> um, the Konami code and go from three lives, starting with three lives, to go to thirty lives. Yeah, Which, it makes the game a lot more fun. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Because yeah. this game's... The first level's not that bad. I didn't have a whole lot of trouble on the first level. Although it's hard, too. I mean, don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's pretty mm-hmm. tough, but... I didn't have a ton of trouble on the first level, but pretty much every level after that, it's just... It's hard. It's, really it's hard. on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I had trouble. I had to use the Konami code. It was a lot more fun once I used the Konami code, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's cheating, but... What are you gonna do? Yeah. We can't all be... Uh, experts at this game yeah. well you mentioned the you go from side scrolling to vertical so basically horizontal and vertical aspects mm-hmm. what do you think about that do you like that aspect is that an do you think that that was just kind of mm-hmm. is I that something it. I liked that added to the game yeah i liked it a lot i thought it was cool because it oh. wasn't like um remember what was it uh, was it rygar where you went mm-hmm. from side scrolling to, yeah, mm-hmm. Rygar, you went side scrolling to right. vertical, but it was side scrolling to vertical as a person walking on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. But then this goes from side scrolling to vertical as a ship, and for some reason I liked it. I remember, if you recall, when we had our Rygar discussion, I mm-hmm. did not like the swapping of Rygar. Right. But in this game, I do like it. I, you know, it's probably just because it's a ship. Uh, yeah, at first, I thought, you know, I guess my question was, were they just trying? Was it because they couldn't make a decision on which way to go with it? So we'll just do both, right? But now I think it, I think it does mix it up pretty well because the side, the side scrolling is so much more. I know it's not a platformer, but it feels like that in a, in a way. Um, and then you add on the, the top down, um, which I think I, the- I think is more complicated. It's for me harder to build. Top down, yeah, and a shooter. See, um, I think the the, re- the only reason they go vertically too, though, is since it's 
somehow part of the Gradius universe. I think mm-hmm. it's got to be kind of an homage to Gradius because Gradius was vertically mm-hmm. scrolling. Yeah, that's true. Or actually, I don't even know if Gradius scrolled at all, but it was vertically oriented. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so right. Um, and you know, so if they're going to include it as a somehow part of the loosely part of the Gradius universe, then going vertical that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Going vertical, man. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Better than going horizontal. Well, depending on what you're doing with yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Let's not do that. Let's not uh, venture down that path. No. No. Okay. So. Uh, all right. So you do or you don't like the gameplay? I know neither one of us played when we were kids, right? You didn't play. Yeah. Before. No, I like the gameplay. I think it's hard. And for that reason, I didn't get past. Uh, well, I made it to level three, but that was it for the third level. I don't, and uh, but that was it. Um, once, which is the level where that big thing is coming out of the ground, like the fire from the bottom. Um, I think it actually has a name. Yeah, here it is. Belbim, I guess. No, that's not what that is. Uh, the prominence stage is the one with the fire coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking at the bad the guy. Zone three. Oh, the bad guy. Uh, yeah. I guess he's... He's spitball, maybe. Is he fire sphere? I don't know. No, those but, are just uh, like, uh, those are just like the, those are the guys in the level. The yeah. The boss was like... Yeah. Which I don't anyway. know the boss. Anyways. So you made it to the, the fiery level. That's pretty good, mm-hmm. though. Well, that is that with or without the Konami kit? Oh, with. Okay. But yeah. I'll tell you this. The first two levels, well, I like the, the music on the first level. The second level, I did not like. But the third level on, and I just know the later episodes because I listen to the music uh, separately, were really good. Yeah. But they didn't put the best foot forward on the music. The first uh, couple yeah. levels, I think, weren't as good as the latter levels. Yeah, well, it, it kind of picks up, It's in a way, it kind of picks up intensity, the music mm-hmm. does, in the later levels, it seems like to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I agree with you, although I liked all of the music. I didn't have, I, I even liked level two, so. Level two is too chipper. It's chipper. I don't know. It just it had a chipper. Kinda, yeah, I don't know. It still works for me. Yeah. But the, um, the, I agree with you that the game is difficult. But it's the kind of game that is difficult, um, but in a way where I feel like I could get good enough at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, and it's very, and you can disagree with me or agree with me on this, it's like super similar to Contra. And I know but Konami made both those games, and they're <laughs> different games, but to me, this game feels like mm-hmm. Contra with planes. Yeah. And... I, I love that. I think it's really cool. Like the graphic graphics kind of are similar, like the alien things, and and a lot of the sounds I think are exactly the same between the two games. I think they just reuse some of the sounds. Sound. Effects. I think. I mean, you know, obviously this is this is just I'm pulling this out of my butt here. Uh, oh, I hate it when you pull stuff out of your butt. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think Konami may be the better, the the my favorite video game creator out out of the NES because. The music's great, all you know, always good. The graphics are all it, the detail and the sprites. It, you're not putting all, 
I assume you're not putting them above Nintendo themselves, though, right? Or are you? Who would? Who would do that? Know. You said just your favorite on the NES. You mean your favorite third party? I told you I'm pulling it out of my butt. I, yeah, I, I, okay. I've not sat down and thought about this. It's just this is just, just going with down, the flow. Hey, if you sat down, you wouldn't be able to get it out of your butt. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I may pick LJN because I just couldn't pull anything out of it. That's right. So. We have to pull it out of some other hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, okay. So, but if you're taking Nintendo out of the picture, I would almost agree with you. But I don't want to pull things out of my butt. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fully say that. But mm-hmm. they're definitely up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it was obvious at the time, um, back in the NES era, that it was when you came it came to third parties on Nintendo. If it was Capcom or if it was Konami, you're set. It didn't even. It mm-hmm. really didn't even matter what the game was, as long as it was one of those two. If you're renting a game or buying a game, I mean, mm-hmm. they had a few, I don't want to call them duds, but they had, there were some lesser games made by those people. Mm-hmm. Some games that I wasn't as big a fan of. But uh, when it came down to it, if one of those two developers made a game, uh, you you weren't, you couldn't go wrong buying it. So. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about the graphics? Well, uh, kind of... Uh, alluded to that there a minute ago I mean I think that uh, the graphics are just second to none um, the, the, the sprite detail just never ceases to amaze me on the Konami games and this is no exception especially especially the bosses the bosses, the bosses are, are awesome phenomenal in this game you know and I'm looking at the names like Gollum which is the brain which is probably the simplest but still very detailed. Um, Giga, which is like some face on level five. I mean, this oh, the detail. Yeah. Giga. I call yeah, Giga. 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 <laughs> Giga. Gaga. <what>? Giga who? <laughs> yeah, right. right. Uh, I like to call it Gaga, Lady Gaga. Gaga, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, I agree. Man, the bosses in this game, not just the. The graphics, in a sense, of the way that they're put into the game, but also just the way they're designed. Like, whoever designed these, somebody obviously had to hand-draw them. They drew them in the manual years. So, mm-hmm. we were, like, all of them are awesome. I love the the brain guy, the robot guy with the wiggly arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they're all... All the bosses are just way cool. And they're, the variety of enemies between levels is... It's really pretty awesome, too. I mean, every level is pretty varied, really. Oh, yeah. It's different. It's varied. Yeah. And the enemies are, too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. every level you get a different experience, which is awesome. Yeah. And I'm really impressed. I didn't get to play two-player. Um, I didn't get a chance to get, grab anybody and bring them over to my house. But um, it, no, I'm really impressed at how well they're able to fit two people playing on the screen at the same time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And just a ton of enemies, and there's an occasional flicker and stuff, but it's just it basically is it maintains all that action. Mm. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. And the, yeah. I, I've seen I watch videos of people playing two player, and it really does not change that much between one player and two player. So uh, right. that was pretty awesome. <coughs> I really, really wish I would have had this game as a kid because I would have gotten a lot of use out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... Me as well, but uh, or I as well. Me, I, 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 me, me, I. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I agree. So. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, there's a ton we could probably continue to say about this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I think we should just start uh, getting to the meat, the meat, the nitty gritty, the answer that everybody mm-hmm. really wants to know. Oh yeah. And this one's gonna be this one's gonna be ha- interesting. One of the more interesting that we have because you know all this. Usually we either get a game that's too expensive, that's not a good game, and it's too expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Or we get a game that's, you know, okay or good, but then it's like five bucks. It's like, it's a no-brainer, right? Right. This one may not be a no-brainer. We'll see what you think. Okay. So, I, don't really, I don't really don't know how much it goes for nowadays, so... Yeah. I don't know. I know so, what I have uh, the thoughts in my head right now, but it depends on... You may come at me with a price and like, <coughs> whoa, you gotta change my thoughts. Well, it's, it's not too expensive. It's not outrageous. Okay. But it's twenty five dollars. Ooh, yeah, it is right there on the fringe of. Uh... Is it worth it? So, and it's a tough call. I think is... you know. I, I'll I'll lead off. I'm not sure I'm gonna go out and go twenty five dollars for this game when there's other games that I could buy. Yeah. Not saying that this, that makes this game not worth it for a bad game. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. That's that's a steep price for it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. This is probably the cream of the crop. I don't want to say it's the best one, but it is the cream of the crop when it comes to um, shoot 'em ups on the NES. Mm-hmm. This is probably mm-hmm. one of the best ones you can get. Bottom mm-hmm. line, maybe the best, but I haven't played them all yet, so I don't know. But this is definitely among the best that you can get on the NES. Mm-hmm. However. This is not the best shoot 'em up, period. Right. There's many other shoot 'em ups that came out on other systems that are out now for like Steam or Xbox or whatever, PlayStation. There's been so many of these shoot 'em ups that are better than this game. Oh, it's tough, man. Because like, if you're any, if you're guy, if you play mostly NES and you don't worry about newer stuff and you don't really play other systems. And you're looking for another NES game, and you want to shoot them up, then by all means, I think twenty five dollars. I think it's worth it for that at twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. If you mostly always play play your NES, and that's just because I know there's people out there like that. I'm almost like that, other than I play mm-hmm. newer systems too. But um, right. as far as I, you know, I don't play a lot of the intermediate stuff. I play the NES, and I play like my, my Switch or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, so if you're just an NES guy. And that's all you do. Then twenty five dollars is almost worth it for this game because this this is like I said, this is the cream of the crop for shoot 'em ups, side scroll, right. vertical, whatever, horizontal, vertical shoot 'em up. Doesn't matter. This is the this is some of the best. This is probably the best you can get. At least the right. best of what we've covered so far. So twenty five dollars worth it. I'm rambling. So sorry, get over it. And then, but man, if you're gonna play, if you got other systems and stuff, and you can play, I can't think of them off the top of my head. There's there's just a ton. Look them up. There's a ton of them. You're probably going to get them, most of them cheaper than $25, I would think. There's mm-hmm. probably some, several out there that you can't get because they're rare or something, but I know there's probably some, even some indie shooters or something out there that are comparable to this game that will probably go for a lot less. So it's mm-hmm. it's tricky, you know? 
Does any of that make sense, or did I just rant? No, I, I think it makes sense. Um, so I don't, my answer is I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know if this is or not. Well, uh, you know, you could say this. If you had a Switch or a Wii U, you could probably find... For a Wii, for a Wii U now, you could probably find a, a $30 thing. It's great. How much? Well, how much is it on Virtual Console? That could be the answer right there. It's probably only like seven, eight bucks on the virtual console. And at that, I would buy it on the virtual console and play it there. Yeah. Okay. Totally worth it. I'm going to look it up. So, NES collector, then this is definitely a game. If you're a collector and you want to have, some, have. if you want to have the best games on the system, then I would say, yes, this is worth it. This is one of the best games on the system. I would say, as a collector, you should put this game in your collection. Okay, um, the 3DS it's four ninety nine, and on the Wii U virtual console, um, I don't know, but four ninety nine is not. Yeah, so five bucks. That this game totally worth it for that. Yeah, I don't care who you are. Right. Yeah. So. so then the question just remains at the at the end of the at the end of the day, uh, is it worth it to you to put it in your collection? For five bucks. For five bucks, yes. For twenty five, it kind of depends on your feelings about the game and whether or not you're a diehard NES collector. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you got a 3DS, it's pretty sweet to play on 3DS. I bet it is sweet to play on 3DS. You get to carry it around with you. I I, I hope it comes out on Switch one day. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Cause this, oh man, I'm sorry. I don't want to go off on a Switch tangent, but I got to. Because I'm okay. just thinking how perfect this game would be on the Nintendo Switch. You got the Joy-Cons. Just say you you want to play the co-op version of this game. Mm-hmm. Okay? Say I'm just walking around. I'm walking down the street. I see some, like, bored homeless man sitting on the bench. Hey, bored homeless man. Want to play Life Force? Sit down, pop the Joy-Cons off, hand him one. Hopefully he doesn't steal it. And then away we go. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't steal it. I like how he threw that in there. It's also four ninety nine for the way you used to. Yeah, yeah. Can't beat it. So hopefully it'll come out on Switch because I think that'll be pretty awesome. And that just makes me think about how awesome all the Switch. Once the Virtual Console does come out on Switch, all the two player uh, games. <laughs> so, are you are you ripping a beaver over there? That's what it sounds like. No. Okay. Did it really sound like that? <laughs> yeah, it did. Okay. It's cool. It's, I mean, you can admit it if you were. I mean, that's fine. I would admit it. You it know wouldn't I be would. the first one that you've done on the show. You know that I would admit it okay. if I did. So, Anyways. yeah. Bottom line, I'm excited for Virtual Console and Switch, and this game's awesome. Yep. It is It is Konami great. Um, and you know how we also say uh, that... Sometimes we like to we like to decide whether or not we would play this music outside of lift playing it in the game. Mm-hmm. I would I would definitely play this music in the car. No, definitely. It's it's very groovy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, okay, if you're playing it and you're playing it really loud in your car, and uh, somebody pulls up next to you, you turn <laughs> it down. No, I don't. Keep it going. Keep it going, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna turn it down. Yeah. Now, okay, if I'm playing it really loud and my wife comes in and she's like trying to sleep, 
still not turning it down. No, keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> Sorry, baby. Just have to sleep through this. Yeah. Yeah, we're not turning this down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, retro... Wait, retro achievements or rate the game? Retro achievements. Yeah. What am yeah. I doing? Retrofitted trophies. Why am I saying achievements? That's a... I don't, I don't that's know. The, that's what the germs called theirs after they stole it from us. Yeah. How dare they? You were just a little, little happened with you. You were just thinking about how mad that makes you. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Flip. Um, okay, I got a couple. I only got a couple, but I like them. One may be a little offensive, but... <laughs> a little offensive, okay. All right. I'm going to let you go first. You're gonna let me go first. Let me go first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my tongue's gone numb on me for some reason. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, I love it when that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm gonna call this the Platonic Rage. Okay. And that is uh, kill twelve enemies with the Plutonic laser. Sweet. And, and as you as you do it, you say nothing against you guys. Right. There's totally, no passion in this. There's killing. no passion in this killing. It's totally mm-hmm. platonic. Right. Right. All right. I like that. All right. My first one is uh, blow your brains out, and that is bleeding big doll at the end of the first day. Oh, kill the brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, blowing the brains out. Okay. Which is confusing because it, is that the your... wait is that the offensive one or we still got another that's one? That's the offensive one. Okay, that's the offensive one. <laughs> Let's say yikes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, this one is called uh, "Give Me That Life Force," and that is collect a hundred power ups. Nice. Nice. All right. The yeah, next one is my Independence Day themed one, and that is. We don't need the British here in America. And that is... Play two-player. But the second player never shoots anything. Or British or Red British. Uh, so he just, like, hangs out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't need the British. <laughs> right? We don't. I mean, we don't. Like George Washington. I mean, he saves the children, but not the British children. <laughs> <laughs> And he's I love pushing that, the school off the cliff. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that little. I don't even know what it is. It's just a little cartoon song. It's ridiculous, but it's hilarious. It's about George Washington. Who came up with that, anyways? If you type in George Washington, that actually comes up on Google. <laughs> or it may just come up on my Google because I've watched, watched it so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'll do an Independence Day uh, trophy too. Uh, it's called Welcome to Earth, and that is defeat the, defeat the final boss. That's yeah. That's what Will Smith says to the uh, alien. Mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. Isn't it when he punches him in the face? It is. Now, uh, no, I don't. But you know the the latest time, Will Smith, where what he's going to be in? Some he's in some Netflix movie, right? Uh, well. I don't know. That may be true. But um, he's uh, going to be in Star Wars. Or no, I'm not Star Wars. One of my bands. Sorry, not Star Wars. Uh, he's going to be the genie in the 
and Aladdin. They make oh, okay. a, uh, you know, like a... I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, you know, I, he can't beat Robin Williams, but Robin Williams is going to win. So what do you got to do? I know. So what are you going to do? You're not going to redo Aladdin, but you're not going to They're redoing all those movies. It's not in, in uh, uh, live action. All those movies are going to be live action. He's already got Beauty and the Beast. They're doing The Lion King. And now they're doing Aladdin. They're going to do all of them now. Disney cashes these, those checks. Are these going to be... <laughs> once, once one thing's successful, they take off. I don't know. Is this going to be like live action? Yeah, or is this Aladdin gonna be... is live action. Is this it's not all like a cartoon or CG or anything? Nope. He's going to be the oh, genie. boy. In live action. So and how you know, is Disney going to handle like the fact that these people are like... I mean... Magical? Yeah, there's like magic, and there's... <laughs> I think, I mean, there's gonna be like different races of people and stuff. It's like, in Aladdin, supposed to be... It's Arabian, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you could... I mean, I guess they could... The genie could technically be CG. Because in Beauty and the Beast, Beast is CG. I see. Okay. And Lion King, there's gonna have to be some CG involved, right? No, just people in lion costumes. Rar, rar. I am a lion. <laughs> like the ridiculousness of the lion from uh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So just, just get ready for it. You're What's gonna the dad's have- name? Frostfarty? Oh, no. <laughs> Frostfarty. <laughs> That's such a total made-up name. <laughs> Mufasa, Frostfarty. It's close. It's just like you just threw out a bunch of syllables there. Frostfarty? <laughs> well, that's what they did when they made these names, right? <laughs> oh, see. Let's see. What should we call it? The little kid lion? Simba, yeah, yeah, Simba. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, it's just I can do this too. Ross Fardy. Yeah. I wonder if Lion King in the live action. Well, I mean, Lion going- King was that can be live action. There were no people at all in that movie. It it'll be with well, CG animated reimagining is what it is. Huh. Well, the, but, the Jungle Go book, it was uh, it had a real kid in it, right? Yeah, Mowgli. CG. Yeah. Huh. So, but James, but, but good news, James Earl Jones is going to be Mufasa again. So, because you can't replace James Earl Jones, right? Right. But I would argue you can't replace JTT for Simba, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I would agree with that too. <laughs> what I are you going to do? They're going to get. I doubt they're going to get him back. Hmm. And then uh, the bad guy, Scar. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a real original name. And mm-hmm. he have a scar. Mm-hmm. He did actually. Mm-hmm. I don't. Doesn't look like they've cast him yet. Okay. So, no scar. No scar yet. All right. And what was the monkey's name? Uh. Baboon. Oh, 
I can't old, good old red butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what his friends call him. They haven't cast him yet, but I don't. Okay. I don't know. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to go off on that tangent. Mm. John Oliver's <sighs> gonna be Zazu. Who's Zazu? The toucan. The toucan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's John Oliver? He has that show on like HBO. Oh yeah, yeah. The last political week, guy. With, yeah, last week with John Oliver. Or the guy who thinks he's political is just a comedian. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Okay. So I don't pay attention to the world for the most part. Clearly. Like people of the world. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't know Mufasa and uh, John Oliver. Alright, so how are we gonna rate this game? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I had one more I had one more trophy. Oh, sorry. I had one more trophy. Go ahead. No, I've lost it. It's gone. The moment's passed. It wasn't what? even a good one. It'll just feel I just feel I'm just kind of disheartened at this point. So why are you disheartened? It would just it would feel forced to do that with this last trophy. So let's rate this game. How well would it? Why are you disheartened? Because Disney is remaking all these movies that I grew up with, and I don't want them to. Well, they will, and they'll probably make like 16 more Star Wars. So just get used to it. Yeah. Well, the, as long as people keep watching. I, you know, I heard something the other day. Um, that it's gotten to the point where there's only like a certain like two or three people that are allowed to do what they want to do in mm-hmm. movies and everybody else just has to remake everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, what do you got to do? Yeah. All right, let's rate this game before before I get really depressed by movies. All right. You want to do a Disney movie? <laughs> Might as well. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with Aladdin, because Aladdin's oh. a great movie. That's what I was going to go with, too. That's okay. But it's not my favorite. What's your favorite? Lion King. Hmm. Okay. Lion King's just sad. At the beginning. There's yeah. a lot of those that are sad at the beginning. Bambi. Ooh, Bambi's a good one. Mm, let's see. So you stole mine. You can still use it, but you can just come up with a different reason. Yeah, I don't think I want to do that. Um, Aladdin two, <laughs> Prince of Thieves. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I want to go with. Dang, I'm having, I'm look. You can't tell by the Brighton, Brighton, my Brighton face again. I'm looking up Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Disney movie called Million Dollar Arm. And how would that? <laughs> <laughs> what? How would that be related? Uh, so I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out how to relate that. No, I guess I want to go with. This is a great podcast. Mm-hmm. This is. I'm going to mm-hmm. actually have to edit this because this is that. That's how bad this is. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Aladdin also after all of that yeah. because yeah. it is it is like my favorite um, okay. it is my favorite Disney movie and this is my favorite shoot 'em up so far that I've seen on the NES alright I could have went with like Angels in the Outfield or something uh, too late yeah okay too late let's move on we wasted way too much time on this I was feedback. Uh, yeah, let's do. I mean, um, I was I was looking at the clock earlier. And I was like, oh no, we're not even going to make it to an hour. 
on this podcast. We normally at least do an hour's worth of podcast, but I don't think we're going to have to worry about that now. Now that yeah. I spent 15 minutes trying to find a movie. <laughs> All right. So, Greg Polander starts us off with, I love this game. One of my top 10 games for the NES. It's a wonderful follow-up to Gradius. Um, curiously, I recall Nintendo Power saying BITD that um, Gradius 2 was coming to the States. But we got Life Force instead. Having played every Gradius game since, I think we got the better game. Having alternating side-scrolling and vertical stages is a blast, combined with a very good graphics for the time, an awesome soundtrack, cool bosses, and great stage design. Still a lot of fun to play the day. Dude Gooseboot says, an excellent game. Andrew Code says, so many great memories of this game. Co-op was amazing. Still holds up today. John Williams said, for some reason, I thought you guys had already done this one. Never played it, but I've heard good things for years. Great box art. Which, it does have amazing box art. It does. I love the box art. Yeah. And I can see the salamander. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, Cecil Dredge says, a Konami classic. I have many fond memories of playing this game from my childhood. I'm interested to hear what the dudes think of this title. Tyler Jones says, What a game. No way to beat it without the 30 lives unless you're an insane person. Soundtrack is awesome. I turned the volume up when I heard it come on the end of the Casino Kid episode. Looking forward to the analysis. Now, uh, it is possible to beat it without the 30 lives because I did watch a video on YouTube of a guy uh, beating it losing no lives. So... No lies. That's yeah. Pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. And it was like, the, the guy, I was watching it, and it was like, he had played it so much, he knew where the power-ups were coming. He, like, he was just, it was ridiculous. Like, he knew exactly where to move the, in the screen every time. Yeah. So. That's pretty much what you have to do. Yeah. Uh, Ivan Kaprov Jocelyn said a solid shooter with an excellent soundtrack. Uh, that being said, I was never very good at those games. I'd keep shooting to be instead of reacting to the game. Ah. Shooting oh, one other, yeah, one other thing that I wanted to say about the game that I forgot to say, and I don't know why Ivan's comment made me think of it, but I also like the fact that you have to shoot the level, not mm-hmm. just the enemies. So, like, it's all, it makes it feel like you really are inside of a living thing because you have to, like, shoot the level out of your way. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. Like his organs are moving in towards you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Humberto Montoya says, first time I played it, I got all the way through and beat it. No ending? Really? Just the Konami logo after the final boss. Fun game, but what disappointing ending. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you should, uh, your ending, the joy of your ending should just be the fact that you beat it. Exactly. Exactly, Humberto. Yeah. Paul Palos says, uh, I don't remember this one, although the cover looks really familiar. Okay. Adam Malone says, really fun, but I can't imagine putting it in the time to beat it without the code. Douglas Delecky Jr. says, this is a great game. Too bad I can't get anywhere in it. Maybe I should try again. Try again. Do it. And if first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. Um... John Wedgworth, don't shake your head at that. Don't shake your <laughs> head. 
John Wedgworth says, that game is as smooth as Salamander. Ten points, anybody? Freddy Velasquez says, my brother bought this at James Way back in the day. We played this game for days. So much fun. Daniel Walker says, love Life Force. I never had it growing up, but now it's my go-to game, especially if I want to use my NES Advantage controller. Ooh. I need to go, I need to play this game again mm-hmm. soon, because I did not even think about using my Advantage. This game would be awesome with an Advantage. All right. Yeah. I'm doing it. Maybe not tonight, because it's going to be pretty late, but... Uh... John Simmons says the best shmup on the NES IMO. Great graphics, music, controls, perfect. Perfect. And Aaron Hickman rounds us out. Yeah. So good you'd think it was Gradius 2. And it's not. Because Gradius 2 is actually a different game on Famicom. And that is it for the Facebook feedback. Alright, I got a couple tweets here. One from Baz across the ocean. He says, oh yes, Salamander. Sorry, I gotta stop these English jokes. The game is great and I'm terrible at it. The perfect combination. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then Holy Headshot says, memories, good fun. I was never a big Xevious guy or similar games, but my cousin and I played a ton of Life Force. Which, uh, he... He makes a decent point there, that, and I made it earlier in the show, but even if you're not a shmup guy, mm-hmm. but you want two-player co-op, there's not a ton of two-player co-op on the NES, and this is, you know, this is a really good two-player co-op game, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is kind of, like, if you want, if you have somebody to play with, which, if you're our age, it's rare to have somebody to play with, unless <laughs> your spouse plays video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have somebody to play with, this is a good. It's a great tutorial. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then let's see. Did did Bryce Dumond have a comment on the group? I don't think he did because mm-hmm. he left one on the page. No. Yeah. All right. This is the best NES shooter I've ever played. Rented the game, this game, whenever I could, and eventually bought my copy from Funko Land in the late '90s when they were cleaning out their NES sock. Funko Land. I bet that's where I got it. Actually, I love I that name. Was it? Huh. I love that name. I'm pretty sure there was a Funko Land in the mall, and I think uh, I think it was a combo toys and video games store, and that would make a lot of sense because his Funko Land was cleaning out any of stock, and my Funko Land was probably cleaning out any of stock. I think our stories are intertwining here. Anyways, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says the graphics and music are amazing, and while the game is easy to beat with the Konami code, <laughs> says you, Bryce. <laughs> I have yet to beat it with it starting with three lives. Add the fact that it has simultaneous co-op and makes this one of the best shooters of all time, not just on the NES, but for any system. I remember being at a friend's house when they first rented the game. I think they were six or seven of us crowded on the TV, just awed by each new level and boss. When two people ran out of lives, two more would take on the controller and so on. I think we beat it that night using the three continues and the Konami code. But that night cemented this game in my mind as an NES masterpiece that I will always remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, let's see. We got um, we got phone calls and email. Ooh, got two emails. And I promise this time, unlike last time, I'm not going to read the emails aloud on the air. Like I, like I did, like I was an idiot last time. 
all right. First email comes from Jared. Jared says, Hey dudes, I'm listening to the Zelda episode and I wanted to shoot you an email to today how much to tell you how much I'm enjoying your opinions. Very objective and fair. I appreciate the way you tackle the game. Thanks. Jared. Yeah. Very nice. I like email too. Yeah, I like it. we got one of those. And for some reason we get two. As long All as right. it's not subway Jared. Oh, it's spelled different. Like okay, good. Good. Uh, the next one comes from Chris. Uh, he says, "Hey, dudes, I've been a subscriber for a little while, and I really dig the podcast. Also, the website is great. Because of you guys, I found the Genesis Gems podcast as well. You guys are better, though. Keep it up, dudes. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. I, I agree that we're better. Yeah. Also, uh, everybody does. Yeah, everybody I've talked to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, mm, also, I'd like to make and make a, um, a your welcome comment to the Genesis Chips. So <laughs> that's for me. Yeah. Since we got them, him, to, hey, they got him a listener right there. Obviously. Sure. All right. All right. Uh, so that was emails. Uh, we also got a comment on Google Plus. Uh, you can guess who it's from. Brian Ballard. Yeah. He says the box art is very Konami. Having YouTube some of the game, it looks decent, but is the type that would have me in a raid would have me rage quitting as a kid and moving on to something else. Uh, yeah, it might depending on how how you are with ra- how easily you rage quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because it is uh, it is tough, but right. tough but fair. Mm-hmm. And with the Konami code, makes it, makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And to round us out, let's check the voicemail line. All right, we got two voicemails. All right, dude, Goose Poop here. Uh, just finished finished listening to your latest episode, and I recognize the music for the next game you're going to be reviewing. None other than Life Force. Hey, love this game. I love. I just want to say, sorry to interrupt you there, uh, dude, Goose Poop, but mm-hmm. I, I I actually played this voicemail on the episode it's supposed to be played on. Can I get yeah. some kudos? Yeah, kudos. Kudos. Life Force, uh, all Konami games in general, pretty much rock, but this is one of my favorites. Uh, I remember playing Blades of Steel and seeing the uh, the preview for it at that <clears> time, which is pretty awesome. It was a really cool thing they threw in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the Life that Force is, cool. is actually one of my earliest NES memories. I remember uh, before I was in kindergarten, uh, I was at home with my mom, and my brothers, before they left for school, I have them put in the uh, the Konami code to get me 30 lives so I could play for a little while uh, after they left because uh, the game was pretty hard when I was young. Um, i got to say, this is probably one of my favorite games on the system. Definitely a go-to. Awesome one as uh, co-op multiplayer. Um, Konami code makes the scene actually beatable, I think. Um, Great graphics again and sound, and it took me a while to figure out that you can actually upgrade your weapons uh, to figure out how that upgrade works and how they stack, which is really cool. Um, and if you really like this game, which I do, uh, check out Salamander on the Turbo Graphics 16. Uh, it's another great version of the game. Uh, graphics are just a little bit different, but always have a special place in my heart for this. One. So uh, keep up the great works, guys, and. Um, yeah. Catch you later. Thanks, dude, Goose Poop. And we've got him. He's going to come on the show and talk to us yeah. about uh, 
Goose Poop. Robin Hood. And Goose Poop. Mm-hmm. It's going to be half and half. Half sure. Robin Hood, half Goose Poop. And uh, Josh, just so you know, I told you I was going to look at the calendar about that. And I sort of did, but I didn't dig deep enough because I got really busy and got bogged down. So I apologize. I'm still going to look at the calendar. It'll be at least about a month because we're pretty booked up with Patreon picks and mm-hmm. uh, we've already got another guest spot coming up. But in two, th- and then yeah, two, three weeks, maybe a month, and then we'll get you on that episode. That'll be, it'll be fun. I do enjoy talking about these, but it's been a while. So mm-hmm. I know. I'll keep. I'm going to save all my the <clears throat> talk that I've had building up inside of me. Mm-hmm. We'll save it for that episode. Yeah, please do. Here's the next. Dude Goose Poop here. How's it going, dudes? Glad I'm finally an official uh, dude now. Was listening to the uh, Freedom Force episode where you guys were uh, giving me a little bit of flack about being the only gem that had not yet made a douche yet, but that I was on the cut. Mm. And, you know, I uh, came on the show. They even wrote you guys uh, a little song, My Namesake. Uh, and I still wasn't a dude until uh, finally I told you guys that I love God. <laughs> That's what did it. Um, anyway, I did finally get a tube TV. My neighbor had a 36-inch tube TV. I'm pretty sure that's the biggest one that you could buy. If uh, if you heard the news of a house uh, blowing up in Michigan, <laughs> you'll know why. It's because the tube ruptured out this piece. I think it's huge. Nice. Uh, I did have another pickup. It's pretty sweet. It's an FX 500XJ controller. Really sweet. It's a micro switch. Uh, you hear a little clicky in it when you go up, down, left, and right. Or when you hit either of the buttons. So it's really precise. And it's perfect for Aaron Hickman's favorite game. And it's one of my favorites as well. Speedlunker. Talk about a game that'll make you throw your controller. Get it? So I bought two of them just in case. You know, because that game is... Uh, you get pretty frustrating at times. Anyway, uh, like the Freedom Force episode. Uh, thanks for the code uh, that you gave us, and you didn't tell us what it does. That's great, Pod. <laughs> and uh, yeah, talk to you dudes later. Thanks, Josh. I don't remember that code at all. Yeah, dude, goose poop. So you know what? I'm gonna give you another code. This one is for uh, is for life. All right, it's a code for life. Okay. Press start, jump three times, and then take a nap. Dang it. I'm not going to tell you what that does either, but just try it. You'll see. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Your life will be changed. It's storming at my house. We better wrap this up. All right. Well, you know what? You can always find us on all of our social media, uh, main Facebook, join the group, get involved, get in action. Twitter. Uh, join uh, Google Plus and join uh, Ryan Ballard over there. You can always email. You know, we we always say join Ryan Ballard, and nobody ever does. Nobody ever does. So Somebody fun. needs to do it. Somebody. Um, and or you can. He's a dude, right? He's got to be a dude. He's yeah. the only one. He, dude he's, he's holding down the entire fort of Do Ballard. Yeah. Somebody go join Do Ballard. And you can always call us at. 775-773-8761 or that is 775-7-RETRO-1 or that is on our website from a mobile phone by 
clicking the little phone icon mm-hmm. in that corner. And uh, you can also email us, letters at nesdudes.com. Uh, and a little something else on the uh, Facebook front. I think, I'm not exactly sure how it worked, but Facebook asked me if I wanted to link our page to our group. So I did that. I don't know if anybody noticed. I don't really, I haven't really noticed myself. I don't know if it's just because I'm in charge of the page in the group. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just can't see the link like everybody else can. Or maybe I'm just not looking in the right spot. Anyway, they're linked. So groups and things are all linked together now. So hopefully it'll be easier for people to find. If you're a Facebook user, it'll be easier for you to find the personal, more personalized group. So how about damn apples? We also have a Patreon that we never mention. I don't know why we never mention on the show, but we don't. But if you want to, you can go to patreon.com slash NESDudes. We would appreciate the donations. Uh, they go to the show. You may not be able to tell by Justin's microphone action tonight, but our audio has increased Mm-hmm. Sounds a lot better mm-hmm. now that we're on Patreon, with the exception of when Justin's out of town. Right. Sorry for that. And also, um, I think I did set it up a while back on our pe- on our uh, website. I think the website links to Patreon too. Uh, and I think you can actually make a one-time donation on our website mm-hmm. if you'd rather do that. I think there's a way to do that. If you're not a Patreon type person who wants to give them your account information and say go ahead and take it out every month right uh, i know some people don't like that so if you are more inclined to give us just a one time hey i like what you guys do you provide me all this free content here's your one-time donation if you want to do that i think you can do that through our website right so i appreciate always appreciated it sounds like we're begging but we're doing it at the very end of the episode when nobody's listening anyway right. so everybody's already gone to the next episode. everybody everybody has already tuned out to right. the next episode all right all right we will catch you guys next time all right bye everybody